Welcome to the Making After School Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those who are interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Making After School Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, the division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. On March 11, 2022, we hear a case and organizations throughout the country will be recognizing Social Emotional Learning Day. So, the purpose of this podcast is to have a discussion regarding the importance of SEL. Although the term social-emotional learning, or SEL, has been around for 20 years, there has been a recent increase in the interest of SEL among parents, educators, and policymakers. Research from the Wallace Foundation, an organization which works to foster equity and improvement in learning and enrichment for young people, suggests that social-emotional learning has a great deal of importance for students' life's achievement, including academic performance in school, college, and future earnings. This research also shows that SEL skills can be taught in schools so that the students increase their ability to integrate thinking, emotions, and behavior in ways that lead to positive school and life outcomes. Additionally, to assist schools with the implementation of SEL practices, the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning, better known as CASEL, is supporting 10 large school districts and 45 smaller ones through its Collaborating District Initiative to incorporate a variety of SEL programs and practices into schools. To further our discussion regarding the significance of SEL is my guest and colleague, Kitra Hewitt. Kitra has over 20 years experience in education and is currently the Case for Kids Program Coordinator, Quality Initiatives. In this role, she provides training to educators and out-of-school professionals, not only in implementing SEL skills, the techniques to improve the quality of service delivery in after-school programs. Welcome, Kitra. For our listeners, I would like to share that here at Case, Kitra and I have countless discussions regarding educational and social topics, but seldom do I have her as a guest on the podcast. So I want to extend a warm, welcoming invitation to you, Kitra, for being our guest today on the Making After School Cool podcast. Mike, thank you so much for having me here today. Today is going great, and I love talking about SEL and all things SEL related. Now, before coming to case, I heard very little regarding the term SEL. But now that I'm here, I hear something about it almost daily. Can you tell me how were you introduced to social emotional learning? Sure. So I guess my first experience with um, social emotional learning came about through character education. When I was in the classroom, we taught character ed. We were teaching kids about honesty, integrity, good citizenship, and things like that. We were several years into doing character ed, then all of a sudden they started throwing things in there like empathy and perspective taking. And it was like, wait a minute, what is this? What is this, right? We were on the beginnings of creating social emotional learning it was once referred to as a soft skill but now we realize through all of the research that's out there is that social emotional learning is not a soft skill it is a hard skill it's just as important to us as all of the academic components that we have in school what's your thoughts concerning how early should we start teaching children the components of social emotional learning There's a lot of research out there that says that we can actually start teaching our kids as young as 18 months. We do this by our body language, through our facial expressions. We teach our kids perspective taking and empathy. You know, when you're playing with your little toddler, you know, they go to take something from you and you get a sad look on your face. 
your kids are reacting to the look on your face, right? And they're going to respond accordingly. And they'll respond in a way that says, okay, I see you. I empathize with you. I'm going to share with you what I have. So that's when we start seeing um, social emotional learning is at that time, is around 18 months through perspective taking. We start to see empathy. In regards to the educational setting, what are some benefits for schools who have students who know the elements of social emotional learning? That's a good question. It's a very um, deep and thought-provoking question. One of the things is that research is seeing there's a decline in cyberbullying. Kids are more self-aware and socially aware, and they tend to take on a responsibility to not only themselves, but their peers and hold each other accountable for that. Kids tend to have, there's fewer issues around body image issues because once I become aware of who I am, I become comfortable in my skin. There's been shown, there's research that says that, you know, peer pressure and social stress tend to decrease because we're understanding who we are, where we are in the world. There's a decrease in anxiety and depression with kids. There's a decrease in, in chronic absenteeism because if I feel like I belong in a place, I'm going to come to a place, I'm going to show up every day, and I'm going to be a part of that place. So those are some of the great benefits that schools who are promoting social emotional learning that they can get from their kids. So it sounds like for the school themselves, it's important for not only everybody on the faculty, including those that have support roles, but also for parents to be aware of SEL skills so that when students have good knowledge of it, then it just makes the learning environment a more harmonious place, right? Oh, definitely. Those relationships that are built, you know, that is that's paramount to SEL is the relationships that are built whether it's with the kids or the family. That's what helps people delve, delve more into SEL is because you get those rich relationships as a result of it. We start to look at our families in ways that's like, okay, how can I support you? How can our school, our organization support you and your family, especially now going into uh, year three of COVID? And then also it shows our uh the teachers that are on staff, you know, we look at them and the after and the support staff as well. It's like, hey, how can we support you in this as well? It, it, it becomes a symbiotic relationship. It's like we're dependent on each other to, in order to make this happen. Now, there's an old saying that goes something similar to this. I'm paraphrasing. To teach a skill, you have to know it and practice the components. And you also need to be a role model. So once educators master SEL skills, how can they provide positive reinforcement and affirmations when they notice their kids are using SEL skills? First off, we never master SEL. It's a continuous development of us as people, right? So you're continuously developing these skills. But one of the things that I like to tell educators and support staff is, is that when you see a student actually practicing an SEL skill, Praise them, encourage them to continue to do this because we want to make sure that they continue to do the behavior and we want others to see that, hey, this is the behavior we want everyone to display. If you have a new student that comes into your program and you have a, a kid comes and welcome them to the program and show them around, praise that student saying, hey, you know what, thank you so much for taking it upon yourself to welcome our new person into our program. It's relationship skills. You're making sure that they're um, bringing someone into the program to let them feel like, hey, this is your program too. It's understanding 
where I am when I come into the space. If I'm having a bad day and I don't greet you like I normally do, it's very important for the educator to say, hey, you know, that's not like Kitra. I'm going to make sure she's okay. Give them that space to sort out what they need to sort out and then allow them the chance to come back into the space without any type of punitive consequences. It's like if I'm not feeling the space, I should feel safe and comfortable enough to be able to walk away, sort myself out, and then join if when I'm ready to. The last few years and continuing today, there have been some big social issues occurring daily, from pandemic to social justice issues, and now the war in Ukraine. It seems like our kids are constantly being flooded with all of these symbols and issues. In the future, how do you see youth-serving institutions adapting to a more diverse student population, including different racial groups, economic groups, and political affiliations? Honestly, SEL, social-emotional learning, is our future. And I think it's really important for us to continuously teach our students the competencies, allow them to practice the competencies, because by having them practice the competency, they're creating very strong social emotional skills that they, that's going to take them throughout the rest of their lives. And it's very important that our kids, it's very important that our kids are able to practice these skills. And the future for our kids is, is that they're going to need these in the future. Our world is constantly changing every day. And it's very important for us to give our kids the space and the time to practice and hone these um, social emotional skills so that they have a very worldwide global view in order to take on the future when they become the generation that's in charge. I think it's really important for us to make sure that these are the goals that we have is implementing SEL skills not only in after-school programs or just like as a one and done, but to continuously reinforce these skills in all areas of academia, because this is going to be the future. This is how our future will be shaped is by these skills that we're learning now. Well, Kitra, thank you so much for your words of wisdom regarding this skill. Uh, before we leave, do you have any final thoughts or comments? All I can say is that SEL is a great way to allow students to thrive and to cultivate a curious and growth mindset that's going to serve them well into the future. Well, Kitra, thank you so much for being my guest on today's Making Up School Cool podcast. And I know this has been a challenge for you. Uh, interviewing and being on a podcast is something that creates a little bit of anxiety. So for SEL Day, I do want to recognize that and appreciate you for making this uh, courageous effort. Thank you, Mike, for having me. And thank you for recognizing uh, <laughs> your own SEL <laughs> as well as mine around this podcast. Making school cool. On behalf of Case for Kids, I want to wish everyone a great SEL day. As always, I want to thank our listeners for joining us today, where our topic focused on the importance of SEL. Please join us for future episodes as we continue to explore issues relevant to the out-of-school time field. <laughs>